Gather round, be lots and lots to set your foot a while and hearken to this mournful tale about the Emerald Isles. One of my favorite songs ever. You know, and list of voices in another Irish drinking song. <laughs> Again. Wait, should I just. I forgot how to intro the podcast. Welcome to the Pointless Void <laughs> yes. Podcast, where two friends and screenwriters come together to turn a dumb idea into a movie idea. Yes, we're all drunk right now. Yeah. We can't remember how to start an episode. We try. We'll drink and drink and drink and drink, and then we'll drink some more. I actually do know this song. Do you actually? I've heard it before. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Have you ever listened to the lyrics of this song? Hilarious. It's talking about how all of his friends have died. And just keeps drinking. And they just keep drinking. They keep drinking from alcohol, but then they drink to get rid of the pain. Yep. (laughs) You know, is it offensive that as Americans, we celebrate a holiday that has nothing to do with us? We're not Irish. That's true. I mean, well, I'm not Irish. My, my family actually is Irish, but like, I'm oh, not Irish. I'm American, right? Oh, I yeah, was born yeah. in America. My grandparents were born in America, even though like, however long ago they were from Ireland. But like, regardless of that, why do we celebrate this holiday at all in the first place? And then why do we like get all drunk or like, why is that how we celebrate it? It's like, kind of. I don't know. It's, it's kind, kind of, of offensive in a way. It is. Uh, well, I mean, I who cares? Know. They're white people, but like still. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard an Irishman take offense to it. So um, I don't think they care. In fact, I think they probably like it. I don't know. Well, there are like, oh, what's the, what's that drink? Like the Irish Guinness? car bomb or something. Oh, I do know of that one. Yes. So Irish car bomb. That's the name of a drink mm-hmm. where I'm pretty sure there's like dairy involved. What, how, how, do you know how the drink is made? No, I can look it up while you talk about it. Yeah. But Apparently, I, and I don't know the history specifically, but there was some like war or some battle that happened where there were cars being blown up, and then we named a drink after that in America. Okay, so it's a cocktail. Um, yeah, what's also the, known as the Irish Slammer, the Irish yeah. Bomb Shot, or Dublin Drop is a cocktail um, by making a bomb shot of Irish cream and Irish whiskey into a glass. Of Irish stout. It's okay. called the Irish car bomb. Yep. But there's also the history of the Irish car bomb, which is like, yeah, something crazy. Well, I like I have a friend that ordered that in Ireland and they kicked him out of the bar. Really? It's like offensive, apparently. Yeah. Bloody Friday is also what it's called. Attacking on clog hogue checkpoints. Irish car bomb. Yeah. Yeah, there's this thing called Easter.com. I have no idea what that is. Why the why the Irish car bomb is St. Patrick's Day's most controversial drink. So yeah, yeah. I think that's uh I think that's where they draw the line. I mean, I don't think St. Patty's Day is wrong until you order a Irish car bomb. Yeah, at a but it's like drink. the most famous drink. But there's other words for it too. You can call it the uh, yeah. They've like there's more PC ways to say it or whatever. Yeah, but PC, what's that? Politically correct. Oh, I should have guessed that. that <laughs> Do you really not know that? <laughs> no, I've never heard anyone say PC unless like a computer, like, ah, oh, these PCs. PC. Yeah. Maybe I'm pretty sure it's pretty common. No, it yeah. sounds right. Like pretty I should sure have guessed that. You're the weird that. one That's, here, but anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure I am. Um, you've probably heard it, but since you didn't realize what it meant, you just like forgot about it. <clears throat> yeah. That I happens so. all the time. I bet now that you know what that means, you're going to hear it all the time. That happens all the time. It's yeah, so true. It really does. You hear something and then bam, you just hear it. Every day, every every sentence. So, how many days ago, as of recording this, how many days ago was St. Patrick's Day? Two days. It was Fridays. Yeah, it was on Friday. It was. It was on Friday. Is it always on a Friday? I have no idea. What was the date? Because if it's not the fifteenth, is it always on the fifteenth? Let's find out. I want to say it's not. Because if it's always on a Friday, or well, if it's not always on a Friday, this is a great St. Patrick's Day. Because you can get extra drunk because you have two whole weekends to... First off, our math is terrible. St. Patty's Day was on the 17th. <laughs> was it? Yeah, and it's annually on the 17th. So it wasn't just a Friday. But even better, it was a Friday. So It's I mean, a great St. Patrick's Day. I think it should always I'm just gonna be I'm going to be honest. On. I it should always just be on a Friday. Friday is the best day to have it. The only reason I knew is because I work at an elementary school. And oh, they have a they, they have a yeah. We time. have all this St. Patrick's Day, I guess, festivals. is fun. Is fun for kids. 
Yeah. Okay. So fun fact. I never knew this. Do you know people believe in the leprechaun like Santa? Like that a leprechaun comes into your house and does stuff? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess people believe in it. Like you say, like Santa, they don't really believe in no, it. No, no, no. But like, like a fun in little Santa, I was never grown up with the leprechaun. Yeah. Not everyone does that. That's like a, just some families do that and some... And it's not really like a St. Patrick's Day thing. It's just like a su- fun thing some people do. Like I remember in elementary school, they would, um, I don't know who did it. I don't know if it was the teachers who did it, or I assume that's who did it. Um, but they would like put green footprints everywhere and mess like mess stuff around. I think an actual like leprechaun that. got into your school. Yeah, no, but, uh, <laughs> but the, t- the reason why I say I think it's the teachers because that makes the most logical sounds like a t- the teachers like got together and like did a little fun thing for the kids. That makes sense for an elementary teacher to do. But my teacher would like lie and act like she didn't do it and not in a way like in a cute way. She would like act like the janitors did it or something. And I'm like, why would they do it? That's like a weird thing for them to do. That would be kind of weird for them to do. And it would be weird for the janitors to come and do that in all of the classrooms Right. Separate of what the teachers were wanting. Yeah. I don't know. I was a little kid, so they probably just, I just didn't understand at the time. And so now that I'm huh. old, I still can't think about, I just, right. I'm still viewing it in that little kid lens because I can't view it any other way. Mm-hmm. We did something like that. So we were going to make it like a leprechaun came in. We made all these cups. We put marshmallows in the bottom and then marshmallows like filling up the middle and then we got M&Ms and Skittles. Now, this is the worst thing. They combined the M&Ms and the Skittles together. I don't know about you, but when I get like M&Ms and Skittles, I don't just take one piece at a time. Like I just kind of like get a, like, a, like a handful and I put them into my mouth. Yeah. And if I got M&Ms and Skittles together, I would not be a fan. But we did that anyway. So anyway, we combined the M&Ms and Skittles and we made like rainbows. So we did a layer of the blue, layer of the green, layer of the red, so on and so forth. Put gold coins on top. Wrapped it in a bow and said, you're the gold, you're the treasure at the end of my rainbow or something like that. It's cute. Hit him in this classroom. And then we did this St. Patty's Day hunt and we put clues all over the hallways and we went from clover to clover to clover to clover and they loved it. They thought it was so exciting, but we were gonna say the leprechaun brought him, but then they saw us making them and they're like, what's this for? And we're like a fun activity on Friday. And so we just bailed the leprechaun idea entirely. I see. We also never put away our elf on the shelf. So our elf, what well, we did, but we threw it in the closet that we open all the time. And so we open it to grab books. Kids are sitting there and then bam, there's the elf. And they're all just freaking out. They're like, oh, I thought the elf went home. Like, they're like, why is it staying in the school? Did it catch everything I said? And we're like, oh, he just likes to hang around here. Like these kids were unbelievably gasped when they saw the elf in our closets. Speaking of like things like leprechauns and elf on the shelf, why are there so many things that adults just lie to children about? I have no idea. I mean, I guess it's not lying. It's just like fun, like cute fun. But like, why are like kids are growing up thinking that there's like magical bunnies. There's magical like fat men in red suits. There's magical Mm -hmm. like, er, and a lot like older times, those creatures weren't as nice. Yeah, like you had really, in a, in a lot of cultures, they had these creatures that would come and like hurt you or kill you if you weren't if nice. you weren't nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess I understand why parents would do that because they're just trying to give kids reasons to be nice or whatever. But that's not that good of parenting, is it? I don't know. <laughs> you see, I thought that for a sec too. When I found out, you know, when you found out as a kid. And you think about it, especially when you get older, you're like, the whole world is lying to everyone below the age of, I don't know, 12 at at the oldest, right? And it's just like, what are we doing? And then you talk to parents and they said, I thought the same thing until I have kids. And they're like, it's the most magical thing to see. And they love it. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't judge. I don't have kids. How were your parents with you? Did you get, did you believe in Santa legitimately? I did. I did. I did believe in Santa. Like until I was 12, I remember when I was 12, I started thinking, I'm like, there's this old man who brings us. Then you actually were able to logically think like, this is not. No, I 100% believed it. So (laughs) here's what happened. (laughs) 12, dude. Okay. Just tell your story. Sorry. Okay. No. So I was like, 
I was like, you know, I grew up like Christian and everything. And my, my eyes were like, well, God can make Santa. So sure. Why not? That's fair. If you grew up believing in God, like an all powerful being that you can't see and is always around you. Santa's not that big of a, I was like, this makes sense. Santa's not a very big leap. God created Santa. And <laughs> God created Santa so that okay. kids could yeah. have toys. So kids could have toys no matter what their circumstances are. Like I believed it. That's kind of beautiful. That's I beautiful was like, thought. I was like, yeah, no, that's real. I think that's true. And I went for it. And then I, op- I was doing my mom's laundry. Well, I don't know. And I opened up her drawer and I found tea. Uh-huh. My my fairy my, <laughs> she kept it. Many adults do. I asked your parents. A lot of all of them. All not all of them. Most of them. Okay. I mean, no, I'm not going to, I brought this up. Cause I'm like, that's creepy. And every parent I've talked to is like, yeah, no, I have my kid's teeth. No, my, I mean, okay. Good for them, I guess. But my, I mean, I just only have the frame of reference of my own parents and they throw that crap out. They, 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 they did. They throw it away right mm. away. They probably threw it away in the trash can in my room. <laughs> they probably just like they took it out from the it. bed and then they kind of stopped even doing that. They just mm. were like, yeah, don't put your tooth under your pillow. That's not a thing. So, yeah, no, what's funny is sometimes the tooth fairy, one time it took two months for the tooth fairy to come. And every morning I'd be like, guys, like the tooth fairy's still not coming. And they're like, really? Why? And he goes, he must have a back order. Like that's what they told me. <laughs> See, that's so funny. Me and you had totally different uh, childhoods when it came to that specifically. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, she wasn't going to tell us that the tooth fairy's real, but she didn't want to be like the person like, oh, I'm not going to give them a dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like she would give us the dollar. She's like, oh, here's a dollar for losing your tooth uh-huh. from me, your mother. Right. Like it's not like it, it was never the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. It was my mom. Oh, I lost a tooth. My mom gives me a dollar. So that's actually a funny story because what always confuses me about those gifts from Santa and from the tooth fairy is how one kid like myself gets one transformer, but then another kid gets a PS4 and I'm just like, I don't understand Santa. And I'm like, uh, I don't get why oh, I understand what I you don't mean. get why he gets a PS4 and I get a transformer not being ungrateful. I'm just saying I would also like a PS4 if that's on the list. You know, if that's yeah, if you're cap- if that's acceptable, if, if you're <laughs> capable of carrying PS4s, in I would your like slay, <laughs> drop it down by chimney. Like, yeah, though, I 100 percent. Yeah. And so I remember one time my grandma did the tooth fairy for my sister and she went under her pillow. Bam. She woke up the next morning with a fifty dollar bill. And I was like, what the hell, the tooth fairy? What are you doing? Why does my sister get 50 bucks and I get 25 cents? I was so pissed. Your your sister got 50. My sister got 50. And my mom was livid. Because not just because, oh, they're going to think Santa's real. Why are you giving her 50 bucks? You know what I mean? Why? That's a lot of money. That's a a lot of money to give a child. A child that's young enough to be losing teeth, $50 is a lot. That's so much money. Even... Now. An adult. I would never give a child 50 bucks. No. I need that 50. If someone gave me 50 bucks, I'd be like, you're so generous. That's a lot of money. Thank you. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. gotten $50 as gifts before. But o- like, I mean, grand- I've got, I have gotten more than that. I think the highest gift I ever got from my grandparents was $2,500. Um, and it was specifically for earning my Eagle Scout. So my grandpa had told me, he's like, oh, if you earn your Eagle Scout, um, wow. I'm going to give you, or so the thing he, he, he told me, he said, um, when you get your Eagle Scout, I'm going to start putting money into an account, like a hundred dollars a month until, or I can't, I can't remember the arrangement, but like until you turn 18. Mm-hmm. So meaning the faster I get the Eagle Scout, the more money ends up in the, in the account. account. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of didn't do that at all, which is fine. Like I'm not like shaking my grandpa down. <laughs> for like, oh, hey, by the way, you promised me this money and you never gave it to me. But he ended up not giving it to me, which again, I wasn't going to tell him anything about it. But then one time my mom asked him about it. And so he's like, oh, I guess I'll give him 2,500, even though I probably earned quite a bit more than that. Love. Wow. It's whatever. It's fine. That's cool. I so that's mm-hmm. the high, that's the biggest gift I received just from a grandparent at one time. Mm-hmm. 
Mine, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably like when I went to, like when I go on vacations with my grandparents and they pay for like most of it. I don't know how much that is, but I just know that's a lot of money. You know, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? That's a great gift for sure. Oh, 100%. Like I pay for my airplane and um, they paid for literally everything under the sun yeah. in the location. Um, but yeah, okay. that darn tooth fairy. That darn tooth fairy. Just giving out money like crazy. Yeah, what's her deal or his deal or their deal? Why? I mean, it's kind of a creepy idea. Who came up with that? The tooth fairy. The tooth fairy is the creepy of, creepiest uh-huh. of them all. I don't even know why you would come up with that. There's a there's a joke on Community about the period fa- fairy. <laughs> you know, the period the, fairy. Oh, yeah, the fairy that gives you a dollar every time you go to your period. Was that uh, like, Annie or Britta? It was Annie talking to Pierce, and Pierce is like. I have a question. One, when did they make it Dildopolis? And, and two, does the fairy still come? Does the fairy <laughs> still come? Actually, that's... Does the fairy still come? <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> if, okay, to be fair. Yeah. Not, no joking aside. Mm-hmm. If these were real magical creatures, the period fairy is the only justified one. Women should get a little prize every time suck. because it sucks. I mean, yeah. I will, I guess I can't know personally, but just but we from, can take a strong guess from hearing what people tell me, and yeah, um, it's not a cool thing, and it really sucks that half of the population deals with that. At least give them a couple bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, Where I'm are you, period fairy? It. You're my hero, period fairy. <laughs> Createst joking community. That's actually true. Should we write a movie about the period fairy? St. <laughs> Patty's Day. St. Patty's. St. Patrick's Day. Oh my goodness. That was a big hiccup. St. Patrick's Day period day movie or a period fairy movie. I mean, I kind of, a, a buddy, that's kind of funny to a me. A buddy cop film with the St. Patty's Day and the period fairy. Yeah. So actually, so I, that is a funny bit I want to do. I want to do the period yeah. fairy movie, <laughs> but I do actually kind of want to talk about St. Patrick's cause we did a St. Valentine's movie like over a year ago and we actually talked about the real dude, the actual St. Valentine's. Who the heck is St. Patrick and why do we give a crap about him? Um, he, I think all he did is like scare snakes out of Ireland or something. That, he, he like banished snakes from the island of Ireland. I don't know. Tell me if I'm right about that. We're, we're going to look this up. Just look up. Did St. Patrick's day banish snakes? This is because I'm almost positive. This is like, not like some weird okay. thing I heard. I think this is real. I'm just going to typing's too hard. Did St. Patrick Spanish snakes. Yes, I'd like to hear this. Okay. St. Patrick depicted with a foot on a snake. Among the legends associated with St. Patrick is that he stood atop an Irish hillside and banished snakes from Ireland, (laughs) prompting all serpents to slither away into the sea. In fact, research suggests snakes never occupied the Emerald Isle in the first place. (laughs) So so there was no snakes. They've never had snakes there. And they're like, why? And I think the lore is St. Patty got up there and banished them. Or they just live in a climate that snakes don't live because it's cold. Hey, hey, which one's cooler? Oh, this is a sweet. This is my new wall saber. <laughs> Wait one sec. I'm just gonna, like a clip art? Yeah. Let me, let me show this to the camera. There you go. Wow. <laughs> just a clip <laughs> art image of him kicking a snake, snake off of a cliff. So, I mean... What is that? Like, are we talking about like snakes? Cause like Satan is, I think associated so. with the snake. Mm-hmm. Also St. Patrick wasn't even born in Ireland. He was born I know, in Britain. He's not even Irish dude. We in America. I don't even think they celebrate St. Patrick's day in Ireland. It's just an American drinking holiday. That's it. It's just a cult culturally appropriate drinking holiday, which is fine. Go have fun. I love fun holidays. I think St. Patty's actually kind of fun. The I worst. do like the idea of saying, I kind of like St. Patrick's day. I'm not going to lie. No, I do too. It's I, a fun. I like holidays that don't have meaning. Yeah. This like Cinco de Mayo. I'm just kidding. Cinco de Mayo. Again, that's not ours, but we, that's lo- not we ours, love, but we love to get it. lit on Cinco, Cinco de, de Mayo, Mayo. <laughs> in America, even though it's not ours, but it really um, is not. No, it is totally not. Mm-hmm. It's the Mexican revolution or the independence day. I think um, I don't even know if we helped with that. We being the American government. I don't think we did. Honestly, I, I doubt we did, but um, 
I kind of forgot where I was going. I think I'm drunk right now. So I'm kind of reading about leprechauns. This is on history.com. Leprechauns are likely based on Celtic fairies. That makes sense. Uh huh. Leprechauns were cranky souls responsible for mending the shoes of other fairies. What? Uh, the shamrock was considered a sacred plant. Yeah, but that was a St. Patrick's thing, right? Yeah, this because is all he, St. Patrick's. Well, thing. I just mean like the actual St. Patrick guy because he taught about the Trinity. Mm-hmm. The first St. Patrick's Day parade was held in America. Of course it was, dude. It's an American well, people holiday. People in Ireland had celebrated St. Patrick since the 1600s. The tradition of a St. Patrick's Day parade began in America and actually predates the founding of the United States. Records show that a St. Patrick's Day parade was held on March 17, 1601 in a Spanish colony in what is now St. Augustine, Florida. Okay, just hear that out for a sec. St. <laughs> Patty's Day in Ireland, an Irish kind of holiday. An Irish holiday done in America, America by the Spanish. Spanish. Let's go, dude. Dude, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Culture. Culture comes um, together. Culture, exactly. To create a day where we all forget because we're so drunk <laughs> we're that we so can't. drunk that we can't think of anything. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. The Irish were once scorned in America. Everyone was once scorned in America. Yep. Uh, corned beef and cabbage was an American innovation. What? Of course it was. Just like the fortune cookie. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It is. That St. Patty's Day. Everything that we celebrate for St. Pat. Like they they revere St. Patrick in Ireland, but they don't have like St. Patrick's Day. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is they respect him. They like him. You know, he's like one of their, I think he's a religious figure a in the saint, Catholic yeah. church, but they don't have like a day to celebrate him. And we don't really celebrate him in America. We celebrate leprechauns. Yeah. And if you were truly celebrating your saint, right? Like if you were celebrating a saint, you probably wouldn't just go get hammered. You'd <laughs> probably, bars. I don't know. You'd maybe pray. Like, I don't know what people do to celebrate saints, but Neither because I'm not, I'm not Catholic, but like, I don't think it would really be a holiday like that. That's what I would think. But, I mean, hey, let's let them go. Let them, let them see the seas. Let them drink their green beer. Their green beer. Um, green eggs and ham, another treasured story of St. Patrick's Day. Is it? Nope. <laughs> I, maybe. Is I, Dr. Seuss <laughs> Irish? He would have to be. Mm. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he would be, but I feel like every... Like, if you go to America, at least one-third of every ma- white male or woman says, yep, I'm Irish. Or they're part Irish. They're part Irish. Well, yeah, if you're a white person, you probably have English in you. You probably have German in you. You probably have Irish in you. You probably have... French. French in you. Unless you're, like... Spanish, Portugal. Yeah, you're bit good. Of African you're probably... You. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> I mean, people are just so mixed. I, it's, a gr- it's a good thing. It is, I mean, it's sure. good that we... Um, mix cultures and people are um, falling in love with someone that's not from the same place as them and they're creating families. Like, all that's great. Um, I don't even know why I brought this up, but I'm just saying that. Yeah. Pe- Everyone's got a little people, bit of people, people are from everywhere. It's, it's true. really, truly hard to say like, oh, I'm 100% anything. I, no one is. That's the funny part. I, I don't, don't think anyone is. I mean, how, maybe. How long do you have to live somewhere to be able to say, your um like like how many generations does my family have to be here before i have to stop saying oh yeah we're we're german german american and we can say we're oh we're just american american honestly like my mind says like the first generation born here can say yeah. they're american you know what i mean cuz i do not my so on my mom's side my my grandpa on my mom's side came from germany Mm-hmm. They like left Germany because they didn't want to fight in the world war um, in the first world war. I think it was the first, maybe it was the second, but that anyway, they came to America. They had my great grandfather and then my grandfather and then my mother. I do not have any connection to Germany. Never been there. Yeah. Don't know anything about the culture. Um, but people always say, like, we'll ask, like, oh, yeah, what, like, what, um, 23andMe, like, what's your ancestry? It's like, oh, yeah, I, my family's German. I don't feel German. Yeah. And then on my dad's side, um, we, uh, we have some Scottish and Irish, um, and English. But, and again, I don't relate to any of those people. 
Mm-hmm. I just feel American. I just feel American because that's where American, I grew up. Baby. That's where my grandparents grew up. Every single person in my family that's living was born here. Was born in America. Yeah. We yeah. don't even have memory of living somewhere else. Right? Red, white, blue. These colors don't run. I mean, even the Native Americans um, came from Africa at some point. Right? It's you true. know? So, like, w- when do you get to say you're no longer from your home, from your ancestors' country? Because even them, they didn't go that start there either. Yeah. The Germans came from somewhere else. They, like, I don't, I don't remember history where they came from, but, like. I know. I think most of it's uh We're all just people. We're all just Egyptians, guys. Races are not real. Skin color is just due to the amount of sun you got on the earth over generations. Is that how it works? Well, yeah, because if you live in a super hot, sunny area over many, many generations, like True. 20 generations, um, your body's like, hey, it's more convenient for our skin to be darker because it... Um, protects us from the sun better. Mm-hmm. And so over the 20, 20 generations, now people have dark skin. People live up in Scandinavia. Um, oh, that's true. The They're opposite. super white, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you literally, if you look at the earth and look at people, people that are near the center are the darkest people. People that live near the top are the whitest people. Yeah. It's not white, it, darker, darker, darker. That is white. what race is. It's just like evolutionarily advantaged to have that oh yeah no tone of skin mm-hmm. for the amount of sunlight you get right um, culturally we are different just because um, we have grown up in different places and we came up with different cultures but we're literally all the exact same people dude I literally am drunk right now why can I not tell what I'm talking about <laughs> where, where what's happened what have we been talking about dude? I have no idea I. Where were um, we? Period movie? What were we going to do? Oh, yeah. I say we just kind of, you know what? That was a great topic. I say we hop into the period fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was talking about um, just. I said races. We brought up races. I, I was bringing the people together through. I was ending racism. Racism. Racism ended on this podcast. Everybody. Racism ended on this podcast. And now we're going to talk about a period movie. A period fairy. <laughs> We should sponsor it as a period movie. Like people think it's like a historical film or we should make it historical. Just <laughs> period fairies. Okay. I wish, I wish one of our other guest stars who were women were on the show. Like Callie. I feel like she would love talking. I know. About well, <laughs> if I would have known this is where the movie was going to go, well, we would have invited some women on the show, but we just like came but here by accident. How life goes. And so what's the period fairies origin? I don't know because so in this universe, there's obviously there's fairies, right? They're doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, the tooth fairy, like, is that is the tooth fairy one person or is the tooth fairy a uh, a group like an is, organization? Is, is it like a tooth fairy or is it the tooth fairy or is it this person is this fairy is a tooth fairy? Listen, it's like that's the we race s- they are. We say the tooth fairy, but I like the idea of a tooth fairy. You know what I mean? Or, but, but what I was going to say is, um, like there's just fairies and for some reason, like every person has their own way in life. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, this one fairy was just obsessed with teeth. They started a company, they became famous, Yep. but then there's this other fairy that is exactly the same as the tooth fairy because the tooth fairy is just a businesswoman in the fairy universe. Exactly. Okay. Um, and she wants to be a philanthropist. She wants to be a, she cares more about, um, making a nonprofit. Making non-profit. She, she, she wants to help out the women of the world. Yeah. The Cause she doesn't get anything the in return. The teeth, the, the tooth, tooth fairy, fairy gets teeth. She gets teeth. It's, and I don't know what she does with it. Something in creepy. The, in the show, the guardians of whatever. Do you know that show I'm yeah. talking about? She, there's like memories in the teeth. Yeah, which like I like. I like that little little aspect about it, mm-hmm. saying like that. There's something about maybe the teeth. they need it. It's like a, you know, fairies are big on potions. On you know, like a contraptions. That's not the right word. Are they? What are contraptions? What are fairies do? What do they do? <laughs> they get potions. You know, speak pixie dust. Like okay. they make they make. But you things. said contraptions. Yeah, that wasn't the right word. Well, Tinkerbell <laughs> likes to build stuff. Tinkerbell does like She's to build a tinker. stuff, but she also has a uh, pixie dust. 
So she has pixie stuff. dust. What if the teeth are essential in this like world renowned pixie dust? Like it, this revolutionizes the pixie dust game. Uh. You grind it up. It's a, it's an ingredient that is needed. Oh, they use the teeth to make. Okay. Yeah. So what she did, the tooth fairy has this gene. Once again, she's a businesswoman, right? She's thinking, how am I going to get these teeth? Cause people just throw out the teeth. It's hard for them to get the teeth, right? It's a valuable material. So, so, so if the tooth is valuable material, I, w- I would probably go and say that she isn't a businesswoman, that they just do this. Well, here's the thing. The it's, tooth fairies, we call them tooth fairies, but they're just regular fairies. And that's that how grabbing they teeth. Get, that are, that, that's, that's what they do is they grab teeth. But then this fairy, the period fairy, mm-hmm. she, be, she gains a love for humans, right? Yeah. Specifically the women because she relates to them. Uh-huh. And she goes and she collects their teeth because that's her job. But she just, it's not, it's not her passion. It's not her passion. And I don't know what would happen, but she like somehow runs into this girl. <laughs> uh, maybe this isn't the time to talk about this when I can't think straight, but so like, I don't know. <laughs> she like sees, <laughs> she like sees a girl who has a, um, that it's having a, I don't know, just having a period cramp or whatever. Yeah. Having a and rough time And she has empathy for this person. Mm-hmm. And she leaves a dollar under her pillow. And so she, but she was, I mean, so what age are girls getting their periods for the first time? Because it's not at all the same time that they're losing their teeth, right? They're done with their teeth by the time they ever get their period. I have no idea. I think so. Like the early... Like, I think girls can get their periods as early as 11 years old. But even that is old to still be having baby teeth, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. So, I don't know. Maybe it's like her big sister. They share a room. I don't know. Somehow she gets this. She has a moment of empathy for this girl. Around the age of 12. And she decides to leave um, some extra money Mm -hmm. to make this girl feel better. I really like it. Um, but I feel like the tooth fairy gets mad at her for this almost. I mean, they're yeah, wasting no. funds. Well, exactly. Exactly. Because it's not what they do. Exactly. And so she gets either kicked out or I don't know. I kind of hate this movie already. No, here's <laughs> hear me out. She gets kicked out, right? She's on the go. Okay. What she does. Mm. I actually have no idea what they're going. <laughs> While we're thinking about this, listen, hear me out. I really loved where I was going with this tooth fairy origin story. Now, here's what here's what's going on. <laughs> I want to finish this one thought while we're thinking about what the period fairy does after she gets kicked out. Yep. Tooth fairy. What did everyone do with their teeth before the tooth fairy? They just threw them away. Yeah. Right. The t- fairies used to collect teeth, right? Yep. So they would have to scavenge trashes. They would do everything they could to find these teeth. Very poor system. Not efficient. Uh-huh. No Henry Ford assembly line. You know what I mean? Nope. And then this one tooth fairy has this idea. She, remember, she's a businesswoman. And she starts thinking. And she goes, we need the humans to leave the teeth for us in a nice place that we can grab easily. So somehow, some way, we don't know. She starts to settle in this idea of this tooth fairy, right? Okay. Maybe a kid loses a tooth at night. And when she sees the tooth, it's gone, looks around, finds a dollar. Now. I'm going to look up. You keep telling your thing. The origin of the tooth fairy? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, because this is intriguing. So she finds the dollar. Now this starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Now what people are doing with their teeth is they're leaving it under their pillow because they know they get a dollar. They know they get like a coin, you know, 25 cents, whatever it used to be. You know, inflation kind of hits us pretty hard. And that is how the tooth fairy gets invented. Well, not there was always tooth fairies, but that's where the big conglomerate tooth fairy ink comes to pass. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So this is interesting. So the tooth fairy was created um, the very first time in 1908 in the Chicago Tribune. And this was published by, I think, like... Um, a dentist or at least a person that worked for a dentist because this is 1909 and the person who came up with this was named Lillian Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't think a woman, a person named Lillian Brown in 1908 would be a dentist just because of sexism. Mm-hmm. But she somehow 
was part of this business. And so she wanted to convince children that they needed their teeth to be pulled when they got loose rather than um, just having them wait to be pulled out because then you can charge them to have it pulled. Yeah. So it was like, like a marketing scheme. Of course it is. And then I don't know that somehow spread from Chicago to other places. That's kind of crazy. And people just started talking about the tooth fairy and then putting their tooth under the, the pillow. I don't know where that I couldn't, I mean, I could read a whole article, but I don't have time for that. But then eventually just the fact that the tooth fairy existed, then somehow morphed into putting it under your pillow so she could leave you money. Mm -hmm. It really is interesting how traditions start. It is. Most of it, honestly, it's for money. Yeah. And like, especially before the, like before social media, Mm -hmm. because how, like there's so many like little kid things that you would do on a playground or you would say that like, if you go to another city, yeah, the other kids are doing it. How do we know about it? How do we tell each other? Yeah. How How does does this happen? How does it spread? Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Duck, duck, moose. (laughs) Okay. Duck, duck, moose is a app that we have the children's on. What's it? What's the game called? Duck, duck, goose. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) How much get us have you taken tonight, Carter? (laughs) Quite a bit. No. no, uh, Yeah. Duck. uh, No, but yeah. How does, how, how does that travel? Because duck, duck, goose is much older than Instagram. It is. Kid, kids, I guess, like, you move from town to town. Like, if a kid moves to another city, or, he's like, oh, remember, like, play this game with me. And then it spreads over time. Maybe. Dude. Or is it that it was published in books and then those books were popular? Like, what? I think it would have to be published in books. Because by word of mouth, there's no way that you could spread the tooth fairy throughout the U.S. I mean, maybe, but... I think it might just be the Tooth Fairy, bam, someone sees it and then goes back to their town. I mean, in 1908, people were able to travel pretty far. Their trains were around, um, oh. boats. I mean, people were traveling the world yeah. at this time. I mean, it's um, true. They weren't, it's true. They, weren't be, they weren't able to talk to each other as fast as obviously we can today. Right. But they could still talk to people. They could. But could it get that popular? I mean, it could. It's not, it's not crazy. I don't know how to insane. It's just so it's weird how one, what things, what things take hold and what things don't. But I know, right? Like the period fairy, Annie's mom couldn't get it going. Oh, Annie's mom. I was yeah. like, <laughs> Annie's mom could not get it going, unfortunately, but I know that's why we need an actual period fairy. But like, that's the thing is like, there was one family who did that first somewhere. The period fairy. No, the tooth fairy. Oh, <laughs> there. I mean, <laughs> community is a popular show, so so maybe that's the thing. Probably now, some but, people do. Um, you should you should have your um your significant other do that for your daughter if you ever have one. I think so. Just because you're such a community head, I am, and I think that's a. And great so idea. your so will your wife be because you probably have, not. You have no other choice, or she has no other choice. She you won't. See, she won't make it that far if she doesn't like it. Anyone, everyone that I've dated so far since watching Community has hated Community. Really? Yep. I've not found anyone that's enjoyed the show. And that is why you are single. And that is why I'm single. Because <laughs> that's a red flag. That is a red flag. If you don't enjoy that's, Community, at least a little bit. Who are you dating? Because I feel like I There's just been, most people I talk to like it. I, I did all kinds. Well, so do I. I guess I don't talk. Maybe, maybe everyone I date hates community. I've never asked them actually. I bring it up like the first date. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't talk about that. I mean, I might talk one, about that first date if it comes up. One but. person I went on a first date with has now watched seven shows, and we still talk about it. Community, actually. Okay. Yeah, Who? that's it. Wait, so you aren't dating this person currently? You mm. went on a first date with? I went on a first date and with now months ago, and now your relationship consists of. Talking about community. Kind of, yeah. Your friendship. Mm-hmm. Who is this person? We can bleep it out if it's a person that is like close to us. I don't think you know her. It's, his name, it's someone called Alyssa. Yeah, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... She's really cool. She's super cool. But yeah, we just never went on. But she does like community. I don't think she does. 
That's the problem, dude. You're either attracted you're, you're attracted to her, you want to keep dating her, doesn't like community, or boom, gone. She does like community, but then fails at other things. Fails at other things. That's true. Um No, I think she does. She was telling me she just saw the first Halloween episode in community. Okay, so she hasn't even seen it all. No, she's only seen like seven, eight episodes. And I said, that is great, but it's not even close to the second Halloween episode where the zombie apocalypse breaks out in the school. I don't even remember what the first one was. It was Annie's party. Annie's Cinco. It was a Cinco de Mayo. Dia de los Muertos. Oh, I remember that actually. Yeah. Where Pierce uh, exchanged drugs. Yes. And he's he's going after Professor. uh, Yes. Where um, Professor Hot. Can't remember her name. Um, yeah, I don't know, but where Jeff is, yeah, he's, he went to the faculty party, the faculty party and he's and like, you couldn't pull her either. Look at me. I have the body of the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> if I was working with that, that's a shame, Jeff. No, <laughs> who, who was it? Who said that? Ken, uh, Ken Young is his name. Um, Chank, um Chank. Professor Chank is like, look at me. Body of the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Love him. Um, great show, great show. Anyway, I again, I lost track of what we're talking about. We're talking about the Tooth Fairy, the history of it, and then you said, "Oh, I thought you meant the Period Fairy," and then you were like, "Oh, well, then someone that's probably somewhere because of big community fans." And then you said, "You should do that with your wife." Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, my yeah, wife yeah. is never. I'm pretty sure I'll never marry someone who likes community because every girl I've really talked to does not. And then we went on this huge tangent of community. Mm. That's where we got to mm. the origins of the tooth fairy. Yeah. There's not really a holiday for the tooth fairy. Tooth fairy is year round. That kind of sucks. He, he never gets a day off. Really? I mean, it's just kind of constant work. That's manual labor. See some of these guys do not have a fair um, lot about it. Um, uh, there's a few movies that are talked about that talk about these, these type of characters. I brought up the guardians. Yep. Santa, Santa Claus. Santa too. is one. Santa is in those movies. Uh-huh. The Easter Bunny is in that. Is in the Guardians. The mm-hmm. Tooth Fairy and the Sandman, which we don't talk about very much Mr. in pop culture Sandman. anymore. Yeah, Sandman is kind of an older guy, but like the Sandman and the Tooth Fairy are working every single night. The Tooth Fairy works every night, but she doesn't have to touch every person. The Sandman works every night and has to touch every single person in existence. That's true. The Sandman has a rough schedule santa, santa works once a year but touches everybody but touches everybody or at least all the christians um yeah right and the easter bunny um put some eggs out in the grass or something i don't know what he does but yeah yeah <laughs> can to tell you but he also does it once a year yeah once one a year. night what are some other ones like krampus is the bad guy from christmas that yeah, punishes krampus. kids um, Krampus is a good concept. I like Krampus. He's same, probably the most, same. he's probably the most famous evil one. Uh, there's si- there's violent night with, have you seen that movie? I haven't seen it. It but looked kind of funny where I'd be like, why not? It's like the, if Santa went to go save a family and he's like this, like this bad boy Santa that's going around just yeah taking names and Krampus is an interesting one because when you think about it, so Krampus seems like the evil one, right? Yeah. Santa's the good one. In the TV show American Dad, Santa is the evil one, and Krampus is the good one because Santa spoils kids. Santa like ruins kids. Yeah. He like he's like Santa goes to kids and it. gives them what he doesn't deserve and makes them bratty. Mm-hmm. And Krampus has to go and he has to like put the kids back in shape. Like hey, <laughs> like. He doesn't like to hurt kids. Krampus doesn't want to hurt children. He, yeah. But he doesn't want the world to fall into chaos. So somebody's got to do the job. I love. And so <laughs> Santa's out there spreading all this, like um, like giving kids sugar when they can't to handle it. And yeah. Krampus has to go and like shake them up in a bag a little bit and then release them. I think that that is amazing because I love looking at movies and TV shows and rooting for the obvious bad guy. And just trying to twist, not, but like when you watch it with a group and you try switching, you're like, ah, oh, this poor, this poor guy. Like when we went to go see Cinderella and I was like, ah, oh, poor Sebastian was his name. He was the prince's right hand man who was, you know, 
taking yeah. away the lands of the people. Oh, no, dude. I, and I'm like, poor Sebastian, man. Sebastian's just trying to save these people, and this prince finds a girl at one look and, yeah, and I was rooting ruins the, everything. I was rooting for the stepsister, the yellow-dressed yes, stepsister. The yellow-dressed one, of course, and the stepmother. You she know, was, I wasn't rooting for the stepmother. Well, I mean, I was um, because I, like, actually know that person that like that the the actor i'm a friend with oh yes for and sure. so i was rooting for her you know what i mean yeah. but like the stepmother is abusive which we hate but like the stepsister she's mean but it's not her fault it's her mom's fault it's her mom's fault a lot of that blame should be she put grew on the up no it 100 is and mm-hmm. so i was rooting for the bad guy of that movie yeah and Cinderella over here, this spoiled brat no I'm just kidding no she wasn't <laughs> no i Cinderella, actually did like the Cinderella in this one it was a Good play. I lost my train of thought again. Roger and Harmenstein. Yeah. Did you drink before you got here? Nah. <laughs> okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, let's keep going. Nice. <clears throat> so, <laughs> where do we talk to now? How much more time do we got? Oh, we got like 15 minutes. We're good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Period fairy movie. <laughs> it's the no, worst movie. Dude. I have no idea where to go with this. I'm so lost with the period. I think just this is how the movie ends. I think a short film. She gets kicked out. I was going to say maybe she meets the person she gave the dollar to. And they're like, you're a fairy. I'm like, I used to be a tooth fairy. I used fairy. to be. We're just going to spitball. We're just going to spitball the rest of this movie. She's like, I used to be this tooth fairy. But then I got kicked out. And she goes, why'd you give me a dollar? Like, I saw you. I period. saw you suffering, dude. Saw you suffering. I saw you felt bad i decided to come in and she's like well that's very sweet she goes yeah but now i'm on she you know she has that little sack over her the stick with the red bandana i don't know why that's the symbol of hobos for me or homeless people as a kid that was yeah no it is. i think it is a uh-huh. symbol and uh she's like now i'm on now i'm on a go this friend offers advice he's like you know what you stay with me you helped me you gave me a dollar got a cool ice cream cone i don't know mm. back when there was the dollar menu at mcdonald's and she's like, you can stay with me. And then she uses her, not uses her, but they, you know, go with each other, become best friends. And then they build up this empire. Okay. Of the period fairies. And wow. then they rival with the tooth fairies, right? Wow. And they go head to head. But the problem is this tooth fairy pixie dust is some powerful, powerful things. She's getting a little cocky for her brains. You know, of course, this is a children's movie. So no one's going to die. And at the end, the tooth fairy is going to see her wrong. And they're going to kind of fight a little bit. So there's going to be an all is lost moment. So everything feels like it's gone. Motivational speech by the period fairy. The tooth fairy learns her ways. And they said, let's build up. The-. Both of them lose, right? Both of them, I say, both of their companies get destroyed. And it feels like everything's just bad. Yeah. And they talk to each other. They learn their wrongs. They were both wrong in some ways, right? You yes. know, just like how life is. They forgive each other. And they grow up. And they make fairy ink, which is all things fairy related. The period fairy the menstrual cycle fairy. I, that's the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how the movie goes. And I think this is an important, because you, you did mention this was a children's movie. And then I said, I, I had the thought, I was like, is this like appropriate for children? And then I realized, and I already, I, I've known, I've thought of this a lot before. Okay. And, and this, this came up when the show turning red came out. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think turning red is about, is about, a period. Yeah. There's like obviously metaphors about it. Like, Oh, this girl is coming of age. Her, she turns into this giant red panda. Mm-hmm. And then when it first happens, the mom thinks she's having her period. Yeah. Like she gives her pads and like, Oh, here's your green. Here's your tea or whatever. And a lot of people were upset that this movie came out. Really? Um, because it's inappropriate for children. Of course, apparently according to them, Aren't they going to live through that? (laughs) Exactly. I disagree so much. I think children, and not just girls too, this needs to be something we talk about a lot more often. Yeah. Half of the population goes through this. This is a serious thing that is just a part of the human experience if you're a female. And so so many little boys grow up not even knowing what this is. And when they do learn about it, mm-hmm. it's t- thought about as something that's gross, something that you don't talk about. Right. A- and girls are afraid to talk about it. Not all girls, but like I've met girls that don't like just act like it doesn't happen. Because they don't want to get embarrassed, which I understand. And they don't want to get embarrassed. It's our fault that they would feel embarrassed by talking about something natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like 
like for example, I I had a friend one time that said that he his girlfriend needed tampons and he would not go buy them for her. What? Because he was embarrassed. To go buy tampons? Exactly. That's really? what I'm saying. And I I mean, I would feel bad. The only reason I'd be nervous is because I don't know what she wants. Like I just there's like other like I guess descriptions. There's, there's that kind of But that's nervous. it. Like if she just sent me a picture and was like, pick these up, I'd be like, okay. But he didn't he said he didn't want to be seen buying them. That's unbelievable. And I and I like actually told him like, yo, like why? What do you mean? Like this is something your girlfriend needs, right? Buy them for her. Welcome to life. Like, are you afraid to buy toilet paper? Everyone uses it. Like, and so yeah. that's so. I think that this this is actually a serious thing that should be talked about more openly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because it's just what people do. I mean, honestly, I feel the same way about like sex. I feel like the same most things that we don't talk about as society. I think we should. Yeah. Do talk about it more. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about it. There's nothing wrong about talking about it because it's just, and and if we talk about it in a medical way, no, no one thinks it's weird. People are more yeah. educated and right? everyone. There's no need to make it awkward. Yeah. It's just science. It's just facts. You know, it's just what we're talking about. I mean, of course, as you go up with age, you'll learn more and more and more, but like, it's, you know what I mean? Like you don't just spill everything all at, like, I don't think so. Like you don't just spill like, well, yeah, the like whole, a, a little three-year-old you don't need to go exactly you don't need to tell them but like you can gradually have them learn these things exactly like it's just you like, know there are um, a couple as different we're able times, to comprehend things they grow a couple up. like you and i both have a lot of um female friends yeah and something that we do relatively often we haven't done it in a while we should do it in a couple of days but we go to like the hot tub right oh or we do cool. yes and more than once we're like hey guys we're doing a hot tub who's all coming um, and we've said this to, to a group in person, like not over a group chat. And there's, there's what, there has been a girl that's been on yeah. her period before. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they say, oh, I can't, I'm on my period. I'm like, oh, dope. Or like, perfect. You know what I mean? Like, we won't go hot tubbing then. We'll, we'll go do something else. We'll go do something else. We'll do this later this week, this month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other times I've had it where they're like, yeah, oh, I can't go. Um, and I'm like, oh. Why not? Or like, like, and I, so I asked like, oh, um, okay. Why, why not? And they're like, I'm like, just home. There's just something going on. Or I'm trying to like say it the way they would say it. They're like trying to hide the fact that that's the reason they can't come. Yeah. And so then, then there's me like trying to convince them to come and like, I know. And I'm like, come and on. I, and if they would just <laughs> tell me the reason I'd be like, oh, perfectly valid reason. I know. Great reason. I'd be like, I don't want to go to the hot oh, tub either. Okay. We don't need to go. I don't want exactly. Mm-hmm. But now I have to like make you feel bad because I'm like, wait, why can't you come? I don't understand. Yeah. And then eventually, like, I, I I do understand because they finally I like they don't ever tell me, but I I eventually after asking them a bunch of times, like I'm like, oh, I get it. And then I just I move on because I think they're uncomfortable. Right. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> I think that that's what we were talking about. <laughs> we were just talking about the culture. How we need to be more open, be more yeah. uh, communicative with everybody. You know, so this that's is nothing this to be. Mo- this, that's what this period movie is about. There is, calling it a period movie, the period fairy movie. It's just, <laughs> it's just to open more of a dialogue. Exactly, just open communications with each other. You know, this is nothing to be ashamed of. Men and women are not of. that different, but the thing we what? are different about is this. This what? is the one thing we're different about. It's true, and so. Is there men a male thing of like you know how men a lot of men think oh periods are gross like I'll never buy tampons like you know what I mean and they feel like embarrassed and they can't share it you know what I mean yeah like the hot tub you know they can't explain why they can't um is there something males go through that we feel like we're embarrassed to say um because I can't really think of anything like a wet dream I maybe don't know what you're you know, are no, people embarrassed? Do you not know that? what I'm saying? Do you not know what I mean? I, well, I'm trying to think of what that would be. I, like, that's the thing. I don't know if there is anything. Maybe nocturnal emission, like you know, wet dreams. Yeah. But like, that's just science. Those happen. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know because yeah, we don't have that. We, our bodies are easier to deal with. They are. So I mean, like, I can't really think <laughs> of anything. I had a friend. This is crazy, actually. This kind of goes with this. Hear me out. Um, when he got married. He did not know that women farted. How old was this man? In his 20s. Because his family was very like, 
very proper. What? And women did not fart. And they like, yeah, no, I'm not kidding. And they were like, women farted. They're like, do they fart? He asked them. And I'm like, yep. Just like us. I just don't understand how he thought that genuinely. He's never seen it in person. Yeah, but I don't even see guys fart that often. But like, I know it happens. Yeah, but if you go your whole life and never have ever seen a woman fart, you might think, huh? Do I they? can't think of a time. No, I can. When a woman's farted? I have in my adult life. But like as a kid, I probably, I guess I don't think about it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I feel like I knew that. That's weird. I know. That's another thing. I know people that uh, didn't realize that women could enjoy sex. That they thought just men could. And then they were married for like 10 years and then found out that they weren't pleasing their wife because the wife never told them. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You're kidding. (laughs) I'm dead serious, dude. Yes. They, I, um, um. So wait, they thought that like sex was just for guys, like to enjoy? Or, well, so, so they grew up Christian, right? Or they grew up religious. Yeah. And so they believed that sex was for having children. Sex oh. wasn't something that was for and pleasure. It wasn't for showing um, your love, showing your affection for that other person, mm-hmm. which is kind of all it is really. You can have children with it, but most of it is showing your love for the other person. In my opinion. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and so that, so that's how they grew up. Sex is something you don't do until you're married. Mm-hmm. And when you do do it, it's not just fun. It's business. Um, but obviously it is fun, right? And so mm-hmm. you're the guy and it you're you are having a good time. It's pleasurable for you. Um and because both you and your partner are religious or grew up that way, you they didn't talk about it. Did and so she and I, she, I don't even think she probably realized that I was going to say did she know that she could have fun? No, she didn't because again she didn't she was told not to watch pornography. She was told not to, um, not like sex is for children. So she didn't, and it sets it so much harder for a woman to have an orgasm. They never reached that. Wow. That's crazy. Um, and that's sad to me. Right. Yeah. No, that's wild. Uh, again, we keep talking. I keep like losing where I'm going and I keep having these, uh, <laughs> 50 different, like, these- <laughs> Like conversations about um, whatever we were talking about, but I can't remember. But I mean, I, I like I know I remember what we were talking about. Not that. No, I do. Yeah, we're just kind of. Yeah, but that, so that's just another thing. Like that, people that just destigmatizing conversations. Like you should be able to talk, especially to the person that you're married to or that you're in a committed relationship with. You should be able to talk about that kind of things, stuff. and it shouldn't be uncomfortable. No, it should just be. Figuring out, like, for me, figuring out what my, I'm, I'm single right now, but figuring out what my partner wants sexually or how to pleasure that person is something that I care about a lot. I'm not going to let 15 years go by and she didn't even know that she just, like, hated her life because. Right. Or she hated her sexual life. She didn't hate her life. Like, there's more to life than just sex, but, like. Mm that aspect of her life was just nothing. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. The world we live in. The world we live in. Insane guys. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> uh, what if I'd say Patrick's day? Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's day episode, everybody. <laughs> this Thanks is for the coming most, along. This is the most off the rails. I think we've been. We hardly talked about St. Patty's day. We hardly talked about St. Patty's day. Our movie was kind of weird. <laughs> I am not really here right now. Yep. But you heard it here we had first. An episode. We did. I feel like there's some good clips. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some, some good clips for a sure. A good hour-long episode for everybody. I to honestly hear. have no memory. Like, how long have we been sitting here? Yeah, we can look at the clock. It seems like we sat down like one minute ago legitimately. Really? And Let's, now it's been an hour, 59 minutes and 20 seconds. I don't have any memory of what we talked about. When I go listen to this back, I'm going to be like, what is happening? I'm excited for you to listen to this <laughs> what back. What happened, bro? And experience this whole 
episode. You want to you want to end event. the there, I'll play let's, the drinking song again, but I let's um, hop back. Oh, sorry, we can say let's play the drinking song. Yes, let's do it. And you can you you close it out because I okay. have my brain is not here today. You're totally good. You know what? Thank you guys for coming along. Let's hop back into the void. Set you for a while and hearken to me mournful tale about the Emerald Isle. Let's all raise our glasses high to friends and family gone and lift our voices in another Irish drinking song. Consumption took me mother and me father.